Thank you. Please remain standing for the reading of the scripture, which is found on page 240 in the Pew Bibles, from the book of Numbers, chapter 20, verses 1 through 13. Here's the word of God. In the first month, the whole Israelite community arrived at the desert of Zin, and they stayed at Kadesh. There Miriam died and was buried. Now there was no water for the community, and the people gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron. They quarreled with Moses and said, If only we had died when our brothers fell dead before the Lord. Why did you bring the Lord's community into this desert that we and our livestock should die here? Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to this terrible place? It has no grain or figs, grapevines or pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. Moses and Aaron went from the assembly to the entrance to the tent of meeting and fell face down and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. The Lord said to Moses, take the staff and you and your brother Aaron gather the assembly together. Speak to that rock before their eyes and it will pour out its water. You will bring water out of the rock for the community so they and their livestock can drink. So Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence just as he had commanded him. He and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock and Moses said to them, listen you rebels, must we bring water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Water gushed out in the community and their livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. These were the waters of Meribah, where the Israelites quarreled with the Lord and where he showed himself holy among them. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. You may have heard this story before. I think I may have actually spoken this one before, but man's hiking and he gets a little too close to an edge. I know every time we go to the Hawking Hills, it's Tanya's worst fear because I like to peek over the edge. She thinks I'm going to fall over. Um, I shouldn't joke about that because it is pretty steep. But anyway, this man falls over the edge, grabs onto a branch, and he's just hanging there. Now, the branch is sturdy. It's holding him. He's not going anywhere, but he's scared. He, he yells up, help, is there anybody up there? He doesn't hear anything. He yells again, doesn't hear anything. Finally, he says, God, I need you right now. I need help. And he hears from above, yes. He said, is there somebody up there? He said, this is God. What do you need? He said, I need to get off of this cliff. I'm going to fall. And the Lord says, let go. And the man says, is there anybody else up there? (laughs) Why don't we trust God? If we hear God speak to us and tell us something very specific and we know beyond the shadow of a doubt that he spoke it, why do we still do something else? Only we can answer that for ourselves because we would all probably give different answers. Now, I'm not here to browbeat anybody and say, hey, you got to have faith. That's between you and the Lord. But I'm sure that we would all admit to times where, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was God speaking. And, well, I was just a little bit too scared to do it or I don't know. There was a time. I was told by the Lord, I was clearly told by the Lord, 
to put $20 in somebody's mailbox. I thought, and I thought about it for a minute. I was like, I know I'm hearing God's voice now a lot clearer. I'm pretty sure he said put $20 in my neighbor's mailbox. And I had $20 in my pocket too. Could have easily done it. Pulled it out, stuck it in the mailbox. So I start walking up there. And then my mind starts going, this is crazy. Why are you doing this? What if someone sees you? That wasn't God. That wasn't God talking. So I turn around, walk back, and go home. So then I'm talking to my neighbor a couple days later, and he's telling me he found $20 on the ground. It wasn't mine. And he said, the thing is, I was flat broke at that time. His mother, he had been living with his mother, and his mother had moved out because she got a job in Pittsburgh. And he was still struggling. He's a teacher. It was the summer. He, was, he had money, but he was, he was struggling. And he said, that $20 just, I was able to get food and put a little bit of gas in my car. And I went, wow. Somebody dropped $20, or maybe God spoke to someone and said, throw $20 on the ground in front of his house. I don't know. But I missed out on that opportunity. So now if I hear God tell me to give somebody some money, I do it. Now, I'm sorry, he's not telling me to give anybody here any money. <laughs> but I do it because I don't want to miss that opportunity again. So let's go through this. Back in Exodus chapter 17, right around verse 7 or so, the Lord speaks to Moses as they come out of Egypt. People are thirsty. They've been wandering the wilderness for a short time, and they're thirsty. And there's these giant rocks in Israel. I mean, they're massive. They would probably reach almost to the ceiling here. And however it works scientifically, I don't know, but they can hold water. And if you strike them hard enough, they will split open, and the water will gush out. Okay? And God knew this, and he says to Moses... Back in Exodus, when they first start wandering, strike that rock one time. Strike that rock with your staff, and the water will pour out, and God gave people water. And it was at a place called Meribah, which means quarreling. But anyway, due to some other factors, mainly not believing that God is going to give them the land that he promised to give them, and they don't have faith that they can take on the giants, that are in there, God sends them in the wilderness for 40 years. So 40 years later, we come to this passage we read this morning. 40 years. That generation had passed. Everybody who was alive and, and living then was born after that incident at Meribah the first time, except for Moses and Aaron. Miriam had passed, so Moses and Aaron, and then um, Joshua and Caleb, and pretty much everybody else had passed. So they're asking again, hey, you know, our fathers all died. Are you going to let us die too? Where's the water? Where's the food? So Moses and Aaron, they go to the Lord, and the Lord says, speak to that rock. Moses is like, yeah, okay, I've done this before. I know what to do. I struck that rock, and, and water comes out, and it's amazing. But he said, speak to that rock. Speak to that rock. Now, put yourself in Moses' shoes. You know that if I hit this rock hard enough, water's going to come out. Right? Okay. 
put yourself in my shoes. You know that you got $20 you can give to your neighbor, and you could also spend that $20. What are you going to do? So in that moment, Moses goes up there, and I love how he says this, you rebels, <laughs> you rebels, you look at the kind of mess you put me in. And he strikes the rock, not once, but twice. Now, the first time, he only had to strike it once. I can just imagine. The Bible doesn't tell us, but I can just imagine, okay, here's your water. Hits it again. Because it didn't happen the first time, and God's like, okay, they need water. Make the water come out. But what if he would have spoke to that rock? What if he would have spoke to that rock? Think about this. Let's put this in a modern-day context. We have people who, we, we mentioned three people today that have cancer. Alice has skin cancer. Diane Conroy is, I think, ovarian cancer. Is that correct? And um, Brenda, possibly brain cancer. Steve had bladder cancer. There's uh, probably others that we don't know about or we just haven't brought up. What if God said to us, speak to that cancer and tell it to leave? Would anybody be willing to stand up and do that? Now, wait a minute, Phil. Let's, let's, how do you know God said that? Sure. That's a first question I'd ask, too. How do you know? And you know what? God's okay with that. He knows who we are. He knows that he knew I wasn't going to put $20 in that mailbox. Okay? He knew Moses was going to strike that rock twice. He knows who we are. He knows that we will question. He knows that we sometimes struggle with faith. But what if God said, I'm really telling you to speak to that cancer and tell it to come out of that person? Would you be willing to do it? Now, think about that for a minute. Because a lot of us just want to say, oh, yeah, sure, yeah. But as you're walking up to that mailbox and you got $20 in your pocket, are you willing to go through with it? Are you willing to walk up to that person and say, cancer come out of this person? Or what if he said something else? I want you to give $20 to some charity. What if he said, I want you to join the choir? What if he said, I want you to be a pastor? I've been through that one before. What if he said anything to you? Are you going to do it or not? Here's the struggle. We know in our minds what can happen if we do act on something. We, we go through it all the time. We, we go through our minds and we say, okay, this could happen or this could happen and this can happen. And you, those things usually don't happen at all. Sometimes they do. Sometimes we've been through it so much, we, we've, we're experienced, we know what we're doing, and we just dot the I's, cross the T's, and, and we know what's going to happen the way it always does. But now God's saying, doing a little different. Are you willing to take that chance? Because the reason he said to speak to that rock, think about that. If he speaks to that rock and water does come out, what's that say about God? God can do that. 
There's nothing God can't do. I mean, think about, would you not believe you're just, right now you're, you're, you're 40 years old or less and you're wandering the wilderness and all your ancestors have died and you're, you're not even sure why you're here. You don't, you've heard the stories of coming out of Egypt, celebrated Passover each year, but you're like, I don't know about this God guy, you know, I mean, who is he? Can he really do these things? And then suddenly your leader speaks to the rock and water comes out. Yeah, I'm going to believe. I'm going to believe. If someone came in here right now and couldn't walk and, and someone came up and put their hands on them and, and made it so they could walk, you'd believe, wouldn't you? Seeing is believing. But a lot of us have never seen something like that. So it's hard for us to believe it. But man, can you imagine if Israel, how things would have been different for them if they would, if Moses would have spoken to that rock instead of striking it? Sure, anybody can go up and strike the rock. I bet you there were people who probably struck those rocks to get water and it wasn't recorded in the Bible. Because the first time you do it, everybody knows, hey, there's water in that rock. Right? Now, there's all kinds of spiritual implications to this too. Jesus is our rock. He's the living water. Speak to the Lord. Speak. It's a spiritual thing. There are all kinds of ways we can go with this. But today the Lord wanted me to ask you, if you see it, would you believe it? So I'm going to do something right now, and I'm just acting on faith. Is it okay if I put my hands on you and pray for you? Father God, at this time, we're asking you to completely eradicate this cancer that has been found in Alice, to remove it, let it never come back again, and let her be clean. When she goes to find out, let the doctors be amazed that they were wrong, that the cancer is gone. We trust you and we believe you that you will do this in Jesus' name. Amen. We shall see. Am I putting the Lord God to the test? No, he's putting me to the test because he wants to put all of us to the test. Are we willing to stand up and say, I'm going to do what God tells me to do? Because I know that God's speaking to each and every one of us right now, something. I don't know what it is. Some may be real big. Some may be real small. Or someone's probably watching this recording and saying, hmm, yeah, I, I know what God's saying to me right now. Are you willing to act? Because it's not me. If Alice comes back in September and says, guess what? No cancer. It's not me. Praise God. If she comes back and says, well, the cancer's still there, okay, it's going away eventually. Maybe not in September. Your cancer's going away. God has said it's going away. I believe that. But God gets the glory every time. So when we listen to God and we trust him and we say, I know you can do this, God gets the glory. Do we get a blessing? Sure. But most of us probably aren't out seeking a blessing. We just want to do what God's telling us to do. And if he wants to bless, then let him bless. But I have learned, and I'm trying to convince all of us to believe that when 
God tells us to do something and we do it, even though that was very uncomfortable for me, by the way, <laughs> to do that. I'm sure it was probably uncomfortable for Alice. But I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God was saying to do that. So we shall see. Would you be willing to do that too? I'm not going to tell you what God's asking you to do. It's between you and him. Because right now, there are some people that are ready to act. There are some people who are saying, I'm not so sure about this sermon. And there are some people who are saying, I got so much going on in my life, I can't even think about it right now. And that's okay. Because God will bring us to that point when we are ready, when he knows we're ready. So don't feel like you have to do something today. Talk to God. Is it for me today, Lord? Is it next week? Do I have to wait a little while? Do I need to learn more? But when that time comes and the Lord says, speak to that rock, he intends to show his glory. Not to build you up, but to build him up so that, as it says, so that Israel would see that I am holy. So they would see that I am different. I am set apart. I am unique. I am the God of the universe. Not to show how great Moses was, not to show that there's power in this staff. It wasn't a magic wand. And that's another reason he didn't want him to strike it. Oh, Moses got a powerful staff. I'm going to steal that one night and go get some water for myself. That's not how it works. So God wants to show himself to others through our actions. But are we willing to trust that God can do it? Whatever you're going through right now, a loved one that's ill, relationship problems, financial problems, work problems, an illness of your own, ask God, how do you want me to speak to it? Listen for what he says and then speak to it. And he might say, wait. He might say, tell it to leave. He might tell you to do something, but do it because you're not going to go wrong. Don't let doubt come in. When you know God speaking, you know. And if you need help on understanding how he speaks, let me know. I would be glad to teach you and help you to know when God really is speaking. Because it's something he taught me over the years and I'm willing to teach others. But just listen and do what he says. You won't go wrong. Guaranteed. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we ask you, Lord, to this day, the next day, whenever the time is right, to give us a rock to speak to. Give us something in our lives that that you're asking us to do. And then give us the courage and the strength to follow through so that we can see your glory for ourselves and we can share your glory with others so they can see it too. And they too can believe. And they too then could possibly come to a loving relationship with you and find salvation. We ask this of you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.